Management Research. Hello and welcome to the Management Research Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Eugene Bogdistov. Hello and welcome to the next episode in our mini-series on heuristics. And today we're going to talk about the approach heuristics as biases that is mainly supported by Kahneman and Tversky and their followers. And Kahneman and Tversky developed several studies, they developed a whole stream of literature that aims to show that system 2 thinking, the analytical thinking, is a kind of superior if compared to system 1 thinking. And that system 1 thinking leads to biases and a lot of errors or mistakes people make in their judgment. The consequence is, of course, that people started stigmatizing system 1 thinking, but we are going to talk about stigmatization of system 1 thinking in the next episode. What they did, they ran several studies, and the followers ran several studies in order to show how system 1 thinking can bias people. And, for example, one of the studies is called the Linda problem, and they made an experiment where they asked people to give an answer to the question, who is Linda? And first of all, there came the description. Linda is 31 years, 31 years old, single, outspoken, very bright. She majored in philosophy. As a student, she was deeply concerned with issues of discrimination and social justice and also participated in anti-nuclear demonstrations. And then the, key, the question came. First, Linda is a bank teller. And the second, Linda is a bank teller and is active in the feminist movement. And as you can imagine, many people selected, as probably I would and you would, selected that Linda is a bank teller and is active in the feminist movement. And the trick is, of course, that we have like two conditions. And statistically speaking, if you don't have any other information, it is much less probable that the person will fit both of these categories. That Linda is a bank teller and active in feminist movement is much less probable than Linda is a bank teller. And they argued that this experiment showed that there was something biasing actually in the description of Linda. We received information that was not related to the question, but somehow it was. It is that she was concerned with issues of discrimination and social justice. And this could have biased people, and that is why they gave the wrong, statistically wrong answer. In their other experiments that they published in 1983, they showed that, for example, if they give a task, if a program A is adopted, 200 people will be saved. Uh, and if program B is adopted, there is a one-third probability that 600 people will be saved and two-thirds probability that no people will be saved. And they asked people to select one of the programs. In the second problem, and that they ran with 155 participants, they asked about the program C is adopted and 400 people will die. And actually, if you have 600 people, then 200 people will be saved and 400 people will die is the same. But all of a sudden, people preferred the option with saving people because saving sounds much better than dying. And they showed again that the perception of the word, the likelihood or the, the, the way we like the word being saved has a prevalence and makes people make a different decision. They really decide to save people, although this similar study that just used 400 people of 600 will die, and all of a sudden nobody wanted to have this option. So they showed 
that although it is statistically the same, it is logically the same, but people prefer a different option if it is phrased in a certain way. And they developed many other experiments that show that people really prefer something they are used to, or something they like to, or something they feel psychologically comfortable with. For instance, in the third experiment, they proposed a situation. Imagine that you have decided to see a play and pay the admission price of $10 per ticket. As you enter the theater, you discover that you have lost the ticket. The seat was not marked and the ticket cannot be recovered. Would you pay another $10 for another ticket? And they made the same experiment with a different group of people whom they asked a bit differently. They said almost the same option. Imagine that you have decided to see a play where admission is $10 per ticket. As you enter the theater, you discover that you have lost a $10 bill. Would you still pay $10 for a ticket for the play? And they discovered that if people see, if people lose the ticket in this imaginary situation, they are not willing to pay for it. So 54% of people decided to not to pay $10 for another ticket. But if instead of ticket we use just a $10 bill, that is actually the price of the ticket, of the ticket then 88% of people decide to pay another $10 and it's not a problem. And this could also show that people feel psychologically uncomfortable with losing something and they have a kind of emotional attachment to things they possess, for example a ticket, but a lower level of emotional attachment to, let's say, the money bill. So you have probably a lot of bills and if you exchange one, if you lose one, it's just part of the life. But if you lose a ticket, it's a kind of much more painful. And this made them to provide a conclusion that system two thinking is always or almost always suffering from system one thinking because a lot of psychological things come into play. For example, this psychological comfort or your suggestion, some biasing words, like for example, Linda was very uncomfortable with psychological or with social justice and so on. And this makes people make wrong decisions and they even show that while sharing traits or while making other decisions in different parts of life, people make mistakes because system one thinking is biasing them. And this is approached by Karman Tversky. There are plenty of supporters. Actually, most of people, most of researchers support this stream, but there is an alternative stream. And I would call the stream heuristic as an absolutely necessary evolutionary mechanism. And we're going to talk about this second stream of research on heuristics in the next episode. I hope it was interesting, hope it was useful. I recommend you reading the book by Carmen Tversky, Thinking Fast and Slow, reading their, paper, their papers, or maybe if you have no time to read, just listen to an audiobook. It is of very good quality, I enjoyed it pretty much. Enjoy, and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye-bye.